1: As uh, students head back to class in Catoosa and starting the uh, back-to-school season, we're joined by Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum, Monday with the Mayor. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. You had the big, you know, uh, Zoom meeting or Teams meeting, whatever it was, with the uh, health officials last week while I was out of town. I I get the sense that um, masks still are not something, a mask mandate still isn't something that's even on the table in Tulsa.
0: No, I mean, I had requested that meeting because those are the, the medical experts that I rely on, and I, I talk with Dr. Gard and the leaders of our hospitals on a pretty much daily basis, and I thought it would be valuable for folks who might be on the fence about getting a vaccine to hear from them directly. You know, these are the people who are, are tasked with saving your life if you end up in the hospital, and, and what are they advising? And all of them, to a tee, strongly. Recommended that folks get the vaccine. They said it's the best way to avoid ending up in the hospital. I pointed out that, you know, that the vast majority of people who are being hospitalized with this virus at this stage of the pandemic are people who haven't been vaccinated, and so that was really important to me. Uh, the, the other thing is that none of none of those groups—not the Tulsa Health Department, not our hospitals are are at this stage recommending a mask mandate, um, because vaccinated people in Tulsa not wearing masks is not what's driving this hospitalization level. Um, and, and so you know you, the the driver of it is people not being vaccinated. So it's incredibly important that we keep our focus on what's going to solve this issue rather than what, you know, helped last year and was very important when we implemented it last year, uh, and that we'll still keep on the table as an option if, if it absolutely has to pass. But right now, the issue in Tulsa and with our hospitals is not uh, the lack of a mask order. It's a lack of enough people being vaccinated. So we're strongly encouraging people to, it's free, uh, it, it works, Uh, more so than your flu vaccine or anything else. And we really want people to get out there and, and get the vaccine. And if you still are on the fence and you don't trust our hospital leadership and you don't trust the health department, talk with your own doctor. Uh, and ask them.
1: I don't know, did I, I I get the sense maybe we're turning a corner here because we heard Mariah Ellis's story earlier in the show. The number of people now lining up for vaccinations, whether it's at a pharmacy or from private physicians. it sounds like um, it's way higher than it's been for the past several months even. That's everything that
0: I've been hearing as far as our vaccination numbers in Tulsa County is that they're, and in Oklahoma, uh, is that it's gone up significantly in the last couple of weeks. And I think that, you know, the reality is for a lot of folks who hadn't been vaccinated yet, it's not that they're totally opposed to vaccination. It's just that they wanted to wait and see uh, what, you know, might happen to folks who got it. Uh, They didn't wanna jump out and be at the front of the line. They wanted to be cautious and wait and see. But what we're seeing right now is the, the risks of waiting uh, are outweighed by the risks of getting the, the virus because the Delta virus variant, the delta variant spread so much more quickly than, you know, the, the first round of COVID did. First, uh, what I've been told is the first kind of uh, variant of COVID, it took about 10 to 12 minutes of exposure to become infected. Uh, The Delta variant takes 15 to 20 seconds. And so what you see now is people recognizing that the risk of not getting it is too great and are going ahead and getting it uh, instead of waiting any longer. And I'm very grateful that they are.
1: Let's switch to your new deputy mayor, Kasia Carr. First of all, uh, you can just do that, (laughs) appoint a deputy mayor. uh, And is this really only the third deputy mayor in city history?
0: uh well it's the third deputy mayor that i have had that you've had okay yes the, this the, yes. the
1: reporting on that was wrong this morning so I yeah so
0: my uh my first deputy mayor uh, michael junk uh went on to become governor stitt's first yeah. chief of staff and then my second deputy mayor amy brown uh just left uh, about a month ago to join the leadership team at public service company of oklahoma uh and so i you know as soon as amy told me that she was leaving i Went home and ate an entire tub of ice cream by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the next day, woke up and thought, "Okay, I mean, it." The, the dream candidate for this job, somebody that I've been working with on a lot of economic development issues over the last five years, is Kasha Carr. Uh, she's the board president uh, of TDC, which is the entity that we've really utilized throughout the pandemic for outreach and help to small businesses. She's the vice chair of the Tulsa Authority for Economic Opportunity, which is the our new economic development authority that we created this year. And she's been an attorney at Williams, one of the great companies here in Tulsa. And so she just has tremendous private sector experience and a real passion for Tulsa. And so uh, I'm really excited that she agreed to join the team as our deputy mayor. And yes, that is Uh, something that the mayor gets to appoint a certain number of folks and and a deputy mayor can be one of them if you choose to do so. What kind of ice cream?
1: What kind of ice cream? It's oh, <laughs> that's uh,
0: Bluebell cookie, two-step, of course. That's <laughs> the go-to at stressful times for me, Rick. You'll
1: notice he was right there with the answer. <laughs> he entered. did. He he didn't hesitate, didn't yeah. hesitate one bit. <laughs> I, you know, it, I reading that doing show prep earlier this morning. I just thought, oh, that's weird. Third deputy? No, that can't be. And I just set it aside. And, well, thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, you bet. Uh, so uh, the ride along. Uh, <laughs> we've seen the pictures. You in the bulletproof yes. vest? Um, yes. I wish I had like the theme from Cops or something. To play right now. But, um, I joked earlier that we knew retention and recruitment was a problem. Didn't know it was getting quite that bad, but that, oh, that was not your reason for going. Uh, was this really, was this the first ride along that you'd done with the TPD? Oh, no. Before the so.
0: pandemic, I did them once a month. Uh, yeah. I, this is my first one I've done since the, the pandemic started. Uh, and I wanted to go, this is, I was out on Friday night with our unit that is tasked with Getting illegal firearms off the street, and in particular, you know they are targeting and pursuing this group of individuals who have been firing you know a hundred rounds to kill one person, sixty rounds to kill another. This is the one that the the series of murders that Chief Franklin is so upset about, mm-hmm. and this is the specialty unit that is out there really pursuing the most violent criminals in town to get them and their firearms off the street. And so I wanted to be out with them to see their work firsthand. And gosh, it's just so impressive. I mean, uh, the, the one, the network that they have, uh, the, the level of communication they have with citizens who want their neighborhoods and their community to be safe was incredibly impressive. These are relationships that this unit, people in this unit build up over years. Uh, But then also, you know, because they're pursuing the most violent criminals in town, they have to be able to flip that switch and react uh, on a dime. And we had that. We had a 17-year-old kid with an illegal gun uh, run off from them, and and they were able to – they had to jump four fences to catch him, uh, but finally did uh, and and got him into custody. I was just – Every time I'm out with this unit, really any of our units, but this one in particular, they are just so impressive. And the citizens of Tulsa, if you could see the work that they do out there in the field, you'd be so proud of them.
1: Mayor, thank you. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. Mayor G.T. Bynum.